0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, this, 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 is this is Learn to Kick Fear with Love. Take action. Learn how internet marketers, real estate investors, and other entrepreneurs are overcoming their fears and making it happen and being successful. You know she's got the 411. It's time to kick those fears to the curb
1: with love right now. Right now, right now. Hi everyone, this is Low Leader aka Low, and welcome to another episode of the Take Action. Real Estate Investing Podcast with me, with your girl, Lo. So excited. I have a fantastic guest that's on, Mr. Land Geek. But I'm going to tell you a little bit about Mark here before I have him on to the show. Okay, now Mark, again, aka the Land Geek, is widely considered the country's most trusted and foremost authority on buying and selling raw, undeveloped land within the United States. He has been actively investing in real estate in Rawland since 2001 and has completed over 5,000 unique transactions. Mark's company, Frontier Equity Properties LLC, is an A A-plus rated real estate company. Mark has achieved this level of success largely due to his core business philosophy happy customers, guaranteed. Mark is the host of one of the top rated podcasts in the investing category on iTunes, uh, titled The Best Passive Income Model. He is also the host of the Land Geek podcast, Work Smart, Earn More, Learn How. Now, Mark is also happily married to his wife, Rachel. They have been married for over 17 years. They have three children, Noah, Ellen, and Ella, and they reside in beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. Mark is an active member in various charities, including Saint Vincent de Paul, U M O M Homeless Shelter, and Boys Team Charity. Wow! So, without any other delay, everyone, welcome, Mark. Hi, Mark. How are you?
0: Hello, Shara. What an introduction. (laughs) I'm great. I'm all caffeined up. I had that bulletproof coffee this morning. So I'm, I'm ready to go.
1: That is fantastic. Again, thank you so much for for taking some time uh, to be a part of my show. And uh, I know the listeners are in for a treat. So how about we just dig in? How about that?
0: Well, let's, let's skip the pleasantries. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> awesome. So how did you get started in real estate? I mean, where did the passion come from?
0: You know, it's interesting because I didn't have any passion. In real estate, I was just a very unhappy uh, worker bee at an investment banking firm out here, and I was, you know, had a forty-five minute commute to work and back, and I felt like I had no control. I was micromanaged, and long hours, high pressure, and you know, I didn't, I didn't want to get like the Sunday blues, anticipating you know Monday coming around. I get the Friday blues, anticipating the weekend going by really fast, (laughs) and having to be at work on Monday. So my firm hires this guy, and he's telling me that he's going to these tax deed auctions, and he's flipping raw land online and making three hundred percent returns on his investment. So I'm looking at companies all day long. And a great company, a great company has 15% EBITDA margins or free cash flow. Great company. Average companies 10%. And I'm looking at companies all day long below 10%. So I'm from St. Louis, the show me state of Missouri. I don't believe him. So he takes me to New Mexico. I've got $3,000 saved up for car repairs. I tell my wife. I'm going to buy this raw land. She says, absolutely not. I said, look, don't worry, (laughs) don't worry. I'm like, worst case scenario, we own an asset. You know, it's land. She's like, fine, don't blow it. So I go, and sure enough, I bought half-acre parcels in New Mexico, $300 each at this little auction, and I did exactly what my buddy said. I flipped them online, at an average price of $1,200. I took all that money, went to another tax deed auction in Arizona, and... Bought up a bunch of property. I still don't really know what the hell I'm doing, by the way. And uh, over the next the next six months, I did land part time. Uh, I made over ninety thousand dollars on that tax deed auction. And then I said, to "My wife, I'm like, I'm like, honey, you know, I hate my job. I'm going to quit." She's like, "Absolutely not. I got a six month old baby at home." So I did land investing part time for eighteen months until the land investing income exceeded my investment banking job income, and I've been doing it full-time ever since Wow. 2001 and uh, I still love it. In fact, we've done over 70 something transactions, uh, just the first, uh, four months of this year.
1: Wow. That is fantastic. So it was your buddy. Cause I'll, you know, the next question is dealing, did you have a mentor that, that helped you get started off? But it sounds like your buddy kind of helped you out. Is that correct?
0: He, he, no, he didn't really help me out because okay. he didn't know what the hell he was doing. It was kind of <laughs> like the blind leading the blind. Sure. Um, so I didn't really have a mentor. I wish I did because it would have saved me literally like millions of dollars in mistakes and time. Sure. But there wasn't anyone out there that I knew of that could help me um, because we, we, no one really – it was like kind of a new niche. And um, so I kind of learned the hard way. And that's why I, you know, I really love teaching people how to do this now and being a mentor. I'm trying to be the mentor now that I didn't have.
1: Sure. Wow. That's fantastic. So it was the attractive returns that helped you quickly make the decision in, in getting started in real estate in, in from this aspect of, of dealing with land, correct?
0: Correct. correct. Awesome. What, the best thing about it was, you know, because out here in Scottsdale, there's a lot of house flipping going on. And Lo, I'll be honest with you, I can't even change a light bulb. Like, it's sad. <laughs> so I had no interest in anything physical, but in land investing, I I don't have to deal with renters. I don't have to deal with rehabs. Right. I don't have to deal with renovations. No rodents. And the way that I do it is, is a one time sale and then I get passive income without any of the headaches. So, and I don't need a lot of money. I mean, I started with $3,000. My buddy Duran started with $800. He's a multimillionaire. And yeah. there's no competition. Hedge funds, private equity groups, sure. they all stay away from this niche because. Land doesn't cash flow, they don't think it cash flows. Even though we with owner financing, we make a cash flow. So, and you don't go on HGTV or the DIY network and see, you know, flip this land. It's not a sexy niche. So we got this massive market and relatively few players, and it's great.
1: That is fantastic. Well, I guess it doesn't have to be sexy. You know, the, the saying goes, you know, the riches, the niches, the riches are in the niches. So, right. <laughs> it doesn't matter how ugly it is, but if you can get that niche that it's not a lot of competition, you can do well, and that's what you're you know obviously that's what you're doing. Wow, this is so interesting. So, can you talk or share maybe uh what maybe was one of your biggest challenges that you faced you know as you were going through this process when you got started?
0: yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest challenges I faced was treating it like a business I was when I started. I didn't think of it like a business, so I didn't. I wasn't thinking about systems. I wasn't thinking about automation. I wasn't thinking about delegation. I just worked in the business, and you know, I wasn't consciously aware, like, oh my gosh, I, I built myself another job, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, when I look back on those times, I could have really been scaling up much faster than I did, and um, so it took many, many years. Of kind of figuring it out how to be a good businessman as opposed to just an operator, and um, and now it's great. I have a whole team. I work two hours a week in the business, and I get property reports every Friday. How many deals did we buy? How many deals did we sell? How many deals are pending? And just keep an eye on things. It's yeah. a it's a it's a
1: machine. Awesome. Exactly. Fantastic. Now let me ask you a question. Do you, I know you, you, you do some mentors, your coaching and do you, have you ever had any students here in the Texas market? You know, we're here in Texas. Texas is huge and uh, there's so much, much growth and undeveloped land around us. H- have you ever dealt with any deals or business or students here in the Texas market?
0: I have. I love Texas. <laughs> Texas is great. Um, Texas sells really well. In fact, I even bought a, a subdivision in Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah, went, uh the owners went, or not the owners, the property association went under, uh, I picked up the whole subdivision for like pennies on the dollar. Wow. And uh, it's got lakes, and it's got power, and utilities, and homes, and you know, the roads need a little bit of cleaning up low,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: we'll, we'll clean it up, don't, don't worry.
1: <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Well, let me ask you a question. What keeps you motivated? You know, it sounds like you, you got a well-oiled machine going, and things are well Um, but for any of those times when you're like, you know what, for whatever, for whatever reason, you may wake up a day or two, you know, feeling like blah, how do you keep yourself motivated and and, and inspired?
0: You know, I, I read a lot and I take really good care of myself. So, you know, in the morning I write down what I'm grateful for. Uh, I think that's very motivating when you think about all the blessings that you have, not what you don't have, yes. just that little slight shift in mindset. Um, I jump out of bed. like I love what I do. I love working with the people I work with. I love my team. I love the, the thrill, of the chase. I love you know learning and, and just getting better. I tell my wife, I'll never retire. Even though my passive income exceeds my fixed expenses, I don't need to work. I love to work. What else yes. am I going to do? I, I see <laughs> these people on the golf course. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, but you know, I do yoga. I work out. Um, I meditate. So I take really good care of myself. I spend a lot of time with my family, and and you know that gives me the energy. I have oceans of energy freed up to uh, to really try to make an impact on the people that I work with and in in the United States and just help people become uh, raw landowners with what I consider the best investment you can make.
1: Wow. That is fantastic. And excuse me, I have to agree with you. One of the things that I do as well, I I started back working out uh, regularly um, about a year ago from the time that we're doing this um, this, uh, interview now. And dropped about thirty pounds, and I've been consistent. And I can't tell you how much I—I uh, feel so much better. My energy level is higher. That's you know that's one way. So I totally understand as far as the energy and and loving what you do. That's so important. But um, that's fantastic. Thanks for sharing. Now tell us why, which I, you already have, but tell us why you really like dealing with land over rentals.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's you know it's funny. If we shuffle paper and we make money so it's that, it's that's literally it so the model is so simple there's it's a simplicity of it um, I have nothing to maintain nothing to protect uh, there's very little competition it's a massive massive in the market and what's even the best is about you know when you do the owner financing you get this passive income coming in right, right. I still own the property worst case is I resell the property in 30 days or less if somebody defaults. So I have a massive portfolio of land that I still own that's free and clear. I don't have two deeds of trust. There's no cost of foreclosure. If it's $5,000 or less, we don't even use a title company. There's not a lot of frictional costs. Um, I love it. I, I, I think it's it's way better. I tried to flip a house once. I actually made money. It was miserable. I'm going back and forth, talking to subs, and they're telling me about this and that. I don't even understand what they're saying. You know, I'm watering plants. I'm you know, meeting with a realtor. Like When I looked at my effective hourly rate, um, I, I can't imagine why anybody would want to flip a house because raw land. I haven't looked at a piece of raw land in years. Right. It can all be crowdsourced. All my due diligence. It's scalable. It can be automated. It can be systematized. Everything can be delegated. I I love it. I I that's why I call it the best passive income model. The only thing I think better than what I do is life insurance because it's just an idea. You don't have to buy anything.
1: Sure. <laughs> you know,
0: it's <laughs> right. not much fun to sell. <laughs> And, uh, it's a lot of competition, but, uh, and then, you know, I have to deal with Dodd, Frank, Respa, Safe Act, because yes. I'm not dealing with a tenant. So it's, I think there's a lot of advantages.
1: That is fantastic. And yeah, I, I'm loving this. And I know that my listeners are too, and they're going to want to, to reach out and connect with you and, and, and read up on you and, and get more information about you. So I already know that, but question, what's your three biggest tips that you want to pass on to the listeners? on how they can get started with building passive income with land, raw land.
0: Well, you know, number one, I think you have to get educated. You need to have a base. Right. So there's tons of information out there, tons and tons of it. Um, and I would start there, right? Yes. Number one is I would get educated. Number two, I would start taking massive action. I know it sounds like a cliche, but <laughs> – A little bit of action is not going to do. Like you really need to focus, get a list from the county, get those people that are what I call the lowest hanging fruit. They owe back taxes. They live out of state. Send them an offer. I don't want to be in the appraisal business low. I send them an actual offer. I don't want to be on the phone all day. Right? So Mm -hmm. a percentage of those people are going to accept your offers and then just start systematizing it and automating it and delegating it and creating a business for yourself not another job that those are going to be my my biggest tips is think about it from day one as a business get educated and really start taking action and it won't be long before the needle moves in your life Um, i'm really proud of uh, scott todd he worked as a uh, fortune 300 executive He uh, invested in my toolkit. He came to boot camp. He got coaching in 17 months, in three days. uh, He was able to quit his job where the land income exceeded what he was making as a fortune 300 executive. Wow. And now he's free.
1: Yes. That's fantastic. So of course, taking massive action, That's, that's what it's all about. Right. But of course, educating yourself. And so break this down for me. So you're, you're, you're pretty much saying, and I know it's a whole lot more to how I'm about to break it down, you you, you get a list or you find homeowners or you know, individuals that own land that may be in default, and you just simply send them a letter with certain yeah verbiage, Yeah, so
0: we, right? know, we know they're distressed. They're already right. advertising to us. They don't want their property anymore. So we send them an, an actual offer for their property. And if you just want a quick pricing me- methodology, sure. I mean, the quick and dirty ways, is, is take the assessed value divide by four. That you. way, you know you're going to make 300% minimum on a on a quick cash flip. And we make over 1,000% on our owner financing. So there you go, love. Wow.
1: Easy. Easy. Simple. Simple. <laughs> that's that's a, what I like. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Oh, I love this. So what challenges have you faced on your journey, on on this entire journey?
0: Well, I think, you know, I, I, I talked about it before. It was not treating it like a business. Mm. Um, yes. I think that... That was like the biggest challenge, Um, and then you know 2008 rolled around, and I had never gone through any type of adversity in my business. So you know, Mark was living high on the hog (laughs) for for some time there, thinking like, "Oh, this is just going to go on forever." So you know, I think that was a big mistake was not, you know, kind of planning for uh, that down market and. And really, you know, being really well positioned. I mean, the only saving grace why all my competition were going under and I was able to continue, uh, you know, doing very well in the land business was I wasn't over leveraged. Okay. Yes. Uh, But on the personal side of it, I went a little crazy low. (laughs) So I'd I'd say, you know, stuff ain't going to make you happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, got I, had, you. I learned that the hard way.
1: <laughs> I hear you. Awesome. Well, I'm sure your wife is happy, uh, very happy, and uh, she probably hadn't said anything else about you quitting your job, right?
0: No, she, I mean, <laughs> you know, she really benefited because I was able to be home for the entire time my children were, were growing up. I mean, my oldest is 15 now, but when he was a baby, I was home. She'd run out and I could watch the baby, um, You know, I could do the pickups. I mean, I had total flexibility. I could do a lot of stuff at night. Uh, You know, we would spend summers away because, you know, doing this business, you can really work from anywhere. So the freedom and flexibility uh, really was a huge benefit to our family.
1: Sure. And it sounds like that was one of your main whys is your time with family, right?
0: That was the why. I always listened to that Harry Chapin song. Uh, and it kind of makes me, you know, because my dad was a workaholic; he was he wasn't around a lot. Yeah. So I I wanted to be the opposite. So, you know, my wife would tell me, "Mark's around too much. Like,
1: go, <laughs> get out of here, go somewhere." Get right? Out of here. right, right, right. <laughs> well, Mark, oh, this has been fantastic. So I uh, I know everybody's probably like, oh my god, how can we get in touch with with him? Can you share a little bit about you know maybe some some of the products and coaching that you have available and how people can connect with you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the best thing to do is just go to thelanegeek.com, download for free the Passive Income Blueprint, get my ebook, How to Avoid the Three Faded Land Buying Mistakes, and get the Best Passive Income Model podcast delivered each week to your email inbox. And if you do that, and in fact, if you'll even subscribe, rate, review the podcast, and send us a screenshot of that review and say, Heard you on low, I'll send you for free our $97. Passive Income Launch Kit. How's that, low? Oh,
1: wow. That is fantastic. Thanks so much yeah. for sharing that. So, guys, you guys need to take action. Again, go to thelandgeek.com. Is that correct, Correct, Mark?
0: Thelandgeek.com. And I know you and I have a, a webinar coming out soon. Yes. So, uh, that really walks everybody through the five key phases of this business. So, I'm looking forward to your listeners being able to, to go on to that. Oh, I
1: can't wait. Absolutely. I cannot wait. So guys, again, go to the landgeek.com, Take action. All right. Make sure this has been good stuff. So make sure you share, share this podcast. Okay. Make sure you share it on all your social media profiles. Get the word out there. This is absolutely a fantastic way to get involved in real estate. If you don't want to deal with tenants, toilets, taxes, and you don't want to get your hands dirty. This is probably the best way that I've heard of and being in this business for the last eight years is a great way to accumulate passive income, uh, with raw land. So Mark is the best at it. Mark, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, uh, again, being on the show and just sharing with us.
0: Yeah. Hello. It's my pleasure. I have to tell you though, I don't know if your listeners know what kind of singing voice you have. (laughs) Because every time I talk to you, I always think, well, I wonder if I could get her to to do just a bar or (laughs) two. Come on, love.
1: Oh, Mark. See? But, come
0: on. (laughs) This is is what's going to really triple, quadruple the listenership. I think it could go viral. Okay. I've got something
1: for you. You ready? I'm ready. Did you ever know? To be, I can fly higher than any goal. Cause you are the wind beneath my wings.
0: How's that? I have to. I've, I've got the <laughs> chills. You know, I had a friend who told me once that people who are blessed with a beautiful singing voice are closer to God.
1: Oh.
0: And, uh,. <laughs> Uh, You know, after hearing that, I think it's true.
1: Hey, I I, I can tell you this, Mark. I work on it every single day of my life and getting closer to one. How about that?
0: Wow, that's great. You're an inspiration.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. So are you. Thank you.
0: Thank
1: you. (laughs) All right. Well, take care.
0: Planning for your next trip?